Thank you for being here and to everyone watching on the live feed. Hello. Um, we know this is a critical point that decides all of our futures. In fact, you know things are very serious when you get me to do public speaking. <laughs> um, in truth, I'm, I'm much more comfortable with songs. Um, public speaking has never really been my favorite pastime. Um, but my passion for the natural world has given me the opportunity to visit the front line of climate change. And not, not, I know not everyone gets this opportunity, so that's why I make myself speak out and tell my story. Um, in fact, it's thanks to the Talanoa Dialogue that people like me who are much more comfortable on a different platform or those who are often overlooked entirely has been given the confidence to tell their story. In the Talanoa system, the personal matters. It's easy to talk when you know that others are respectfully listening. In this way, Fiji's presidency of COP23 has thrown open its arms to all sorts of responses to climate change. Not just tonight, but throughout the year. What a smart and important move. The stories you have gathered and amplified have pressed the empathy button, broadened debate, and articulated our collective ambition. Often this is peer-to-peer -peer with young people sharing their perspective with each other. But critically, Telenoa collects our stories and feeds into the Paris Agreement. Songs are my speciality. And indeed, songs are condensed stories. They're parcels of intense experience, some wisdom, <laughs> advice and ambition. A great song will often create a feeling that can't be shaken. The same is true of an encounter with the natural world on the brink of climate change. The photo you see of me in bright orange brings back a flood of memories. To promote Earth Hour 2018, I traveled with scientists to Greenland's largest glacier. Standing by the carving mar margin of Jacob Schumann Glacier was completely otherworldly. Your brain has to try and make sense that this beautiful and enormous glacier is disappearing before our eyes. Standing in its presence is really an assault on the senses. Even in that jacket, in the cold, there's a crackle in the air and an almost imperceptible sound of ice shifting. All of my senses were on edge. I think that's what they call an overload. So it doesn't surprise me when I hear from one of the greatest climate scientists of our age that this is where he brings influential climate skeptics. By the time he has coaxed them to the glacier, he's bombarded them with facts. But it's only when they feel, as I did, that sensory overload that they truly get it. In common with great songs, the stories of the Talanoa dialogue cut through the noise because they're personal and true. They tell us exactly how it feels to be on the front line of climate change. They communicate the genuine excitement of radical positive change. They challenge, stir emotions, and offer a glimpse of the world liberated from fossil fuel, dogma, and pollution. They hold our fears and our ambition together. My mandate comes from my fans, many of whom are young and stepping into adulthood with huge ambitions for their future. For this reason, I won't let our climate ambitions become diluted. The deals currently on the table would condemn them to a limited future, which is not acceptable. To borrow from Christiana Figueres, missions reductions today are much more important than missions reductions tomorrow. That's our goal, because it gives us more options. After that comes more ambition, carbon neutrality by 2050. 
On the eve of the critical COP24 political dis discussions in Poland, our stories add up to a powerful message that cannot be drowned out. To the political negotiators, we need you to step up. Prioritize our ambition for a just and peaceful world. Do not try and negotiate with the science. That science, the evidence, should not be fought against. Instead, use it as your rocket fuel, enabling you to be as ambitious for our future as we are. Thank you.